Hey everybody, we are back. It is October the 14th, and this is the 14th episode of this movie review marathon that we're doing. Um, it's a uh, really good episode we did tonight. Uh, we watched one of my favorite horror movies. All of these are like kind of my favorites. A few of them are new, but there are a couple in here that I actually really, really like. Uh, we watched Freddy vs. Jason tonight. Uh, easily some of the best of Jason and Freddy. Um, actually, this movie did amazing in uh, the theaters. And uh, what did you think about it? I love this movie. I've loved this movie for a long time. It's one of those horror films that I watched because it came out when I was in high school before I was really, like, before I stopped watching scary movies, um, back when I used to like them a lot. <laughs> so... Uh, I watched this when I was in high school and I loved it. Like, it's, it's a great movie. It's cool. So, uh, this movie came out in 2003. Uh, the buildup for it was pretty ridiculous for a horror movie. Um, cause, you know, my, uh, Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger, they're really big characters that are pretty easily identifiable by just about anybody in our world. Um, it this whole movie the trailers and stuff it got so big that vegas actually put down odds on them on who would actually win in the movie um there is a video out there um i'm gonna if i remember we'll link it into this um into the facebook post that we put on later but uh they sit down they have a weigh-in like it's an actual boxing match and they have michael buffett come out and do the you know let's get ready to rumble situation and they let well they let freddy just be himself and just talk shit because the whole time jason just sits there because he doesn't talk uh but it was really cool and um i looked up some of the odds and going into the movie uh they had jason uh two to three and freddy seven to five odds uh, so Freddy went into the movie actually as an underdog. A lot of people thought that Jason was going to win it because in Freddy's movies, no one is is giant and scary and like indestructible as as Jason was. And so the, both bad guys deal with just normal kids, <laughs> except for in one of the Freddy movies where they actually get powers. And I really like that one a lot. But um, yeah, they're usually normal kids, and so. You know, you take a a lanky child diddler with a glove with nail, you know, razors on it against a fucking zombie ghoul. I don't really know technically what Jason is. He's a zombie of some sort. It, it, it's kind of understandable that people would think that Jason would win the fight. I was actually rooting for Freddy when well, this movie came out. I mean, if you watch that weigh-in video, they give their stats, like their height and their weight. And Jason has, like, six inches on Freddy and a hundred pounds. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, in any regular match, it'd be like Manny Pacquiao fighting, like, Evander Holyfield. Like, they are not in the same weight class. Like, one is huge and the other one is small. And they just said, fuck it, let's fight. But that, that even comes up in their fight. Uh, the whole time, Jason goes for these giant swings because... Usually in the movies, it's like one-hit knockouts. 
for Jason anytime he kills anybody. And Freddy, he usually messes around a little bit before he stabs people. But the whole time, Jason will do one giant swing. Freddy dodges it and he stabs him like 20 times. Because he knows if he gets touched by this guy, he's going down. So it's a lot of just him just wiggling around, scuttling, trying not to get touched. It's actually pretty pretty ridiculous when you think of it like that. But um, no, this movie's fucking awesome. I did s- what we were, what, sophomores? 2002? 2003. 2003? Or juniors? Uh, when in 2003? Uh, August. Juniors. Or juniors? Like, uh, just barely. I, I want to say... This might have been one of the movies that we, like, snuck into. I want to say, like, I got to ask Steve later if we snuck into this, but I don't I don't remember waiting on this one. Like, I had to see this. and I think I saw this in theaters, too. My parents might have taken me, though. I My mom, my mom did not go. I know for sure she didn't take me, but maybe we got in somehow. But what we usually did was watch, you know, a normal movie, and then we just, like, well. And then well, sneak in. Well, in 30 minutes, I'm leaving and going one theater over and watching Freddy vs. Jason. And, oh, man, it was, it yeah, was don't easy. Do that. Don't do that anymore, kids. They well, just cause problems. Well, seats are all, like... Reserved now. Reserved and shit. You can't do that shit. Yeah, you can't do it now because people are ready to fight if you're in a seat. Yeah. Yeah, we see that all the time. We go to movies and they're like, uh, you're in my goddamn seat. You need to get yeah. the fuck up. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's me. Well, th- <laughs> well... There are ways around that, I guess. You could just buy the seats for the movie that you're sneaking into. True. That's a lot of work. Yeah. But back in the day, it was easy. Just sneak in. So, if that ever happens, just, just sneak in, kids. But, um, no. So, this movie starts, and uh, it's a monologue from Freddy, and he's talking about how he dies all the time, and he's not worried about that. But his one true weakness, well, I guess that and just getting stabbed or fire. Uh, one of his weaknesses is that when people forget about him, don't talk about him or think about him, uh, he grows weaker. So when no one's afraid of him, that's his real weakness. In the first movie, if you remember 13 days ago when I reviewed it, that's how Heather actually beat him in the end. Um, she goes up to the her mom's bedroom and her mom caught on fire and died. And then she disappeared. It was weird. But... She turns it back on Freddy and says, like, I'm not I'm not scared of you anymore. I take back everything I gave you, all the fear and energy. And Freddy's like, oh, no. And he just disappears because that's how you beat him, I, I guess. It was weird. Yeah. But um, so he comes up with a plan. Freddy's like, I need them to remember me so I can kill some more half-naked children because that's what I likes. I will say if you're a fan of the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, franchise, the first, I don't know, 10 minutes of this film... Um, it's a really cool like montage basically yeah. of the Freddy saga. Like it starts, there's like they show um, Johnny Depp getting murdered and like all this like just bits and pieces of all these different murders that happen throughout the um, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Yeah, and all these different ways that Freddy has come back, all these different iterations of Freddy that have come back throughout all the movies, and it's really cool. Like as he's doing this mono like or monologue on top of it it's pretty cool yeah because he in every movie they get rid of his body and i want to say in the second movie they actually like purify his bones they find like where his burnt body is and he really should be gone after that but eh, fuck it you know 
But then, uh, yeah, in just about every movie, they do something else to him to make him go away. But he can't get rid of crazy. But, uh, yeah, so he comes up with the idea that uh, apparently while he was searching through hell, because that's where he lives when he's not on Elm Street stabbing. When he's dead, he's in hell. Cause yeah. <laughs> a murderous pedophile. Yeah, so whenever he's not in hell, he found Jason's old sleepy ass. And so I guess Jason chills there too. And so he hops into Jason's dreams and Jason is sweetly dreaming about chasing down a half-naked lady. Because that's, that, that's what he does and that's what he likes. And so uh, Jason, uh, there's a few things that'll slow Jason down. Uh, later on you find out that a certain element is his weakness and his mom. Uh, in one of the Jason movies, um, this girl actually finds his mother's body and takes off her sweater and puts it on and Jason actually thinks that that's his mom and that's how she actually gets away because she's like hey Jason like it's your mom and he's like oh shit my mom's back and he like comes and hugs her and he's like I gotta go like take that pie out the oven and then she gets away but um things I'm not doing hugging Jason hey man it's better than getting stabbed shit I'll hug anything it's better than if that I can mouth to mouth yeah fuck that <laughs> <laughs> Jason's gonna die right there. And they're like, yeah, I give him CPR. I'm like, fuck that. But, um, yeah. So, he wakes Jason up as his mom and says, hey, I know you stay at this camp and this is kind of your place, but I need you to walk. How many miles was it? Did you, you calculate oh, it? 600 miles. If the spot in Ohio is on the very eastern edge of Ohio and the spot in New Jersey is the very western edge of New Jersey. Okay. So what we're talking about is Spring Springwood where Elm Street uh, where Freddie resides it's it's in Ohio and it's they don't necessarily say it but it makes sense in the uh the 8th Jason movie I want to say Jesus. Jason takes Manhattan <laughs> That oh it's fucking good he he's chasing this girl and he ends up on a boat and they're going on a trip and then the boat breaks down because Jason like breaks the engine and so they stop off in Manhattan and then he gets off and he's like wow this was different and then he Does just he meet the Muppets while he's there? that'd be so fucking cool <laughs> no nah. while the Muppets are also taking Manhattan no nah, he just kills a lot of people there's oh, a scene there's of a he does. there's a gif out there um. If you look around for it, a lot of people use it for like you know shitty music. So these kids are like popping and locking on the you know on the corner of the street, and Jason's like, "Oh yeah, there's that white kid I want to kill," and he walks and just straight drop kicks this like boombox, and the dude's like, "What the fuck?" And then they see him and like, "You're cool. Uh, you're really big, and you have a knife in your hand." And he's like, "You got damn right," and he keeps on walking. <laughs> Jason that Uwe was pissed because he wasn't at his camp, so he's just kind of. Giant fish out of water situation. Well, I mean, he was. I feel like that's part of this movie too. When yeah, because they moved him, or he was stabby. He walked across fucking like two state lines just to get to where Freddie is from because Freddie was kind of forcing him to. And then when he got there, he was just like, "Nah, fuck this! Like, I'm murdering everybody." So it's funny. Uh, Jason has rules to his whole situation. Um, he does kill indiscriminately but if you're having sex or drinking or doing bad stuff as a kid uh he aims for you first 
But there are a couple of scenes in some of the movies. Uh, if you didn't know these two series, I've seen these way too much, so I know a lot of like tiny little shit about everything. In one of them, um, the counselors hide the kids because there's kids always at the camp. I don't understand why. And the kids are like under the sheets, like you know, praying and crying. Jason walks in, he sees the kids, and he's like, "Oh, okay," and he leaves. He has no reason to kill little children. They're not having sex. They're not drinking or cursing. They they sleep in their beds, as far as he knows. So he leaves them alone. Um, but if you're not a little kid, he's probably gonna aim a knife at you. So there which are is, which is really weird because given his origin story, like yes, the counselors are to blame partly because they weren't paying attention and allowed him to drown. Yeah. But. Those little 8 to 12 year olds who were fucking at the camp are the ones who threw him in the lake to begin with. Yeah. I, they I, murdered <laughs> him and he just like doesn't seem to give a fuck about them. He immediately, like his main goal <laughs> was to just get rid of the counselors who weren't paying attention. It's like, no, get rid of those fucking kids who murdered you. Yeah. Fuck it, those kids. It, I didn't say it was a foolproof plot. I mean, No, but it's really not. It honestly. It makes for good TV because. Yeah. Like I said, Jason is just a giant Shrek. He doesn't want anybody on his swamp. And if you get too <laughs> That's close... so accurate. Uh, he gets pissed when people get there. Because I assume he sleeps. Well, it's weird. In the fifth Jason movie, he becomes a zombie. So before that, he was just a normal, weird-looking man with a bag on his head until the third or fourth movie. I don't remember for sure. Where he gets the hockey mask. So... Uh, it was weird in those early ones when he was running just with a bag on his head. It was fucking weird. It was like a burlap sack with a hole in it. Just, I think, one hole for an eye. And he just ran really fast. Yeah. And then he started walking when he died. It was the damnedest thing. But it's it's odd. In between the movies, I guess he just sleeps. And then the second he hears, like, you know... Giggling. Rock sex, music. Camp. Yeah. Rock music and, like free just boobs jiggling in the wind he just wakes up and he's like there's some stabbing to be doing and then he does it and then someone yeah quotation mark kills him so any hoozle um jason's in ohio on elm street um the main character Lori. yeah Lori. conveniently named after Lori from the halloween series yeah uh there's a lot of nods to other movies in this so, um, Lori's friend, what was it, Gibbs? She had a dumb name. Um, she's not really the skanky girl of the group, but I guess she's the skankiest. She is. Yeah. She's and, just young and dumb. And her boyfriend, we'll just call him young, uh, Abuser. Seth MacFarlane. He looked like Seth MacFarlane, but young. Yeah, kind of, except a sexual assaulter. Yeah, he, he was, he was a douche nozzle. It's funny, he, the way he talked, in horror movies, when you're a little too much of a douchebag, either you make it really far in the movie and survive by being a dick, or you die really fast. Yeah. And so and in this case, he died really fast. Yeah. Which made me happy because <laughs> immediately that guy like came on came into the scene, into his first scene and started talking and everything that came out of his mouth, like I was just making dumb faces on the couch. And being disgusted by him. Like, <laughs> I was so upset at everything he was saying. It was so gross. And I was just like, ugh, yeah. you're, you're the worst kind of person. But that's the funny part about these movies. Uh, a lot of these kids, they're, they're some of the worst. And so when they die, you feel bad, but you're like, it's kind of like Saw. 
the whole situation with that, you feel bad because they're in this like fucking trap. They got like you know a beehive on murder the, house, yeah, on their penis, and you're like, eh, I feel bad for you, but you like ate a baby apparently, and then that's this is your punishment. I don't really give a fuck about you, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, they have sex, and the girl she's taking a shower. Because uh, the guy doesn't like the smell of cigarettes in her hair. Because he's a piece of shit. Uh, Jason stabs him like ten times in the back. And then folds the bed with him on it wrong way. And he just snaps in the middle. Like a fucking like shitty like folding table. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. Jason folds up that bed like it was meant to be a pull-out couch. And it is not a pull-out couch. Yeah, he like, that dude up just... proper. Yeah. So it's funny, Katie didn't realize that Jason is, like, absurdly strong. Um, well, because, okay, to be fair, I haven't watched any of the Friday the 13th movies in a really, really, really long time. And I don't, because I'm not, like, super into horror, it's not something that I went would go and rewatch over and over again to remember, like, details about the character. Yeah. And Jason's storyline of the big three He's definitely the one I watched the least. Like, I know a lot about Freddy because I can distinctly remember those movies. Yeah. And I know a lot about the Halloween movie, like Mike Myers, because I know a lot about, or I've watched the Halloween movies over and over again. Yeah. But the Friday the 13th movies, I just kind of like, I saw it once and then just kind of never thought about it again. Yeah. So, uh, his strength kind of varies in the movies. Uh, the further the number gets, like I told you guys before, the higher the number, the more ridiculous shit they have to put into the movie. And then at some point, they're just kind of slowly just bending the absurdity meter. And they're just like, we have to. Yeah. And so little by little, he gets stupid strong. Uh, once again, we have to. I'm about to show you Jason Takes Manhattan. It's stupid, but it's good. Um, there's a scene, black guy, probably one of the coolest black guys in a Friday the 13th movie. Um, he is a boxer. And he was with the whole group taking the trip. Uh, Jason chases him to a rooftop. And the black guy's like, well, fuck, this is it. Like, I have to fight him. So he proceeds to just start a warm-up, like a boxing clinic on Jason. Jason's swinging. He is countering, going on the inside. He's punching the fuck out of him. It's a really cool scene. Uh, if I remember, I'll link it too. It's a really cool scene. So this... I want to say this whole situation is probably a minute and a half of this kid beating the shit out of Jason. And every hit, he's slowly nudging Jason's giant, almost 300-pound body to the edge of this, like, giant building they're on. And he, the kid is working him, and he, you can see he's getting tired, and he stops. He's one hit away from knocking him off the edge. Kind of like in Terminator 2 when the liquid guy was taking all those shotgun shells, and he's, like, right on the edge, and she ran out of bullets. That happens. The kid gets tired. His hands are bleeding because he's punching literally a giant wall. And Jason finally, like, like you know, he's like, oh, you're done. Cool. Pulls his fist back, punches him, knocks the kid's head off in one hit. It's one of the coolest scenes. I'll never forget it. I was cheering for the, this dude. I was like, get him, black man. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and he went down so quick. But it's one of the coolest scenes. But, yeah, the higher the number, the... The stronger he gets. And in this movie, he does some ridiculous shit. So, I digress. We'll get back to the story. Um, Freddy's plan, uh, because he's really weak, he can still scare people and hop into dreams, but he can't touch them Barely. yet. Barely. Yeah, he can't touch them yet. So, he's using Jason 
to murder kids to get, I guess... The ad- to get people thinking about Freddy again. Yeah, because... He's creating... Jason's basically creating these murder scenes, murdering these kids in grotesque ways to bring the idea or the memory of Freddy back into the community. Yeah. So the adults are starting to think of him, and when the adults start to think of him, they let things slip, and then the kids, like, get wind of who it is and what it is and what's happening, and then the kids start to be afraid, and Freddy just feeds off of that, off of all of that. Essentially. So, um, uh, I don't know, I guess this, this movie is after Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, uh, but in that movie, Freddy actually successfully killed all the kids in town. And so the parents are just kind of crazy and off because all the kids are dead. So apparently they had peace for four years and maybe had more kids. It's, it's a weird situation, but um, one of the cops says they, they've got rid of him for four years by drugging kids, making sure they can't dream getting rid of people that know anything about it just whatever they can and it seemed it was pretty fucking effective until well it took someone getting bent the wrong way and then it all just falls apart so um some kids uh that are friends with Lori they break out of this crazy like this asylum where they've been drugged up for years they get back to try to help Lori which they actually make it the situation worse as you do in a horror movie you can't help until things are terrible then you help so um hey kids are dying in school and there's a murder on the loose what do you do you go to a party just like in scream you have a party when there's a killer out on the loose so there's a party in a cornfield um partying in a cornfield doesn't sound that cool to me but i assume it's pretty cool have you been to a cornfield party no. Like I said, I'm lame, and when I was in <laughs> high school, I did not go out. Um, there are cornfields, I guess, near me, but orchards were more the party scene where I'm from. Yeah. So, I'm sure that somewhere, well, I don't know about what grows in Ohio, but I'm sure somewhere where corn is the main crop, it happens. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. An orchard party is something a little different because you can't actually really do any damage to the trees. If you are just in the middle of a fucking cornfield, you had to plow down corn. Oh yeah, they mushed that out down. There. Yeah. So that's like that's a lot of money lost. That you, like that's a that's a felony yeah. of damage that you're doing. So I don't know. I don't I don't know that at least around here in the valley that people are dumb enough to be like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they mushed all that corn down. So at this corn party, corn smushing party, um, Jason, uh, biggest fucking dude ever, quiet as fuck, with his little razor scooter, um, he got from Michael Myers, scoots to the party, and proceeds to just murderate everybody. Um, so actually, before he starts killing all the teenagers, um, Slutty Girl was asleep. Yeah, Slutty she Girl fell out. asleep. And has a dream, a Freddy dream. And Freddy is on the verge of killing her. Which and, would give him, like, all his strength back. Yeah, and then her body just disappears. And so you find out that Jason, not really giving any type of shit, killed, killed her, her before Freddy could. And so at this point... Because she was laying there asleep, 
and a creepy dude from the fucking party got on top of her and was molesting her in her sleep. So Jason assumed that she was they were having sex. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Men are the worst in this fucking film. Like Jason and Freddy aside, all of the teenage dudes are just fucking gross. Yeah. Why men great till they gotta be great? Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you, Lizzo. So, um, at this point, Freddy is like, this fucking experiment is over. I, I think I have enough energy and I can pick at people long enough. I didn't get rid of this big ass dude because he is a he's, a, he's a detriment to my whole situation. So, um, he attacks, actually no, there's a lot more stuff. And so they realize that they need this medicine so that they won't dream. And so there's a group, a little group teams up. And they head out to uh, the asylum. And so one of the kids, I guess he's supposed to be like a cheap version of Jay. But they didn't have a silent Bob. He looked a lot like Jay. No, he's a stoner. Yeah, but he looked a lot like Jay from Jay and Yeah, that's because he's a stoner. Yeah. Literally, Jay is just what every stoner looks like in every teen movie. Like True. Go all the way back to fucking... Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Like, <laughs> that's what Jay looks like. Yeah. So, um, Freddy actually inhabits one of the stoner kid's body and proceeds to dump all the pills that they need to not... Dream. To, to defeat Freddy. Dumps all those down. And he gets this fucking, like, horse slash bear slash panda bear hippo tranquilizer and fills up these giant syringes and just sacrifices that kid's body to knock Jason out. And so... So they can fight him in his dreams. Yeah, in his dreams. Like. So Jason and Freddy have this epic fucking dream fight that is in... Basically, Freddy has the home turf advantage. Yeah. And Freddy is just whooping his ass. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But it's funny because Fred is... A little perturbed because he keeps getting up from things. And he's like, man, this would kill anybody. And you keep fighting. Um, So, but he's still ready to fight because, I mean, that's not his real body. Freddy can come back from anything. I don't know if there's a limit to it in a dream, but, I mean, we probably would have saw it then, honestly. So, um, there's some water that spills and Jason kind of stops in his tracks and he freezes up. So Freddy finally realized he has a weakness. Water, because he drowned as a little weird looking kid. And so he surrounds Jason in water. And Jason's like, yeah, I'm done. And he's he's mentally out of the fight. Dream state Jason goes back to little kid form. Yeah. Like seven foot Jason disappears. And it's little tiny kid Jason just curled up in a ball freaking the fuck out. Yeah. So for a few moments, uh, Freddy is the top tier villain of this movie uh jason still is a bad guy because if he's awake he's he's gonna kill you that's his whole his whole thing but uh freddy is the last boss of this fight so um the kids pick up jason's body and they decide that they're gonna go back to camp crystal lake six hours away yeah but apparently in movie time it seemed like it was down the street well, six hours might have passed because they used a lot of that tranquilizer. They had bottles and bottles of that shit in the True. back of the van. 
And it just happened at night. Like, if it's happening in the wintertime, night is fucking forever, so... That's true. So, um, and then Lori has a plan um, that all the female heroines of the Freddy movies have. I'm gonna go to sleep, set a watch, set a timer, and I'm gonna grab the son of a bitch and bring him to the real world. It's a reasonable idea because yeah. he doesn't have powers anymore. I guess he doesn't have powers. And then we're going to have Jason and Freddy fight it out to the death because fuck it. Yeah. So it successfully goes down and Freddy is now in the real world very bothered because he's like, fuck, I can actually die now. And went, went. This was not a well thought out <laughs> plan for all these teenagers. <laughs> so uh, instantly Jason is fighting some of the kids. He sees Freddy. And he's like, hey, is that dude that was fucking with me? Okay. And it's weird. So any other person, Jason usually, it's like a one-hit knockout. When he sees Freddy, he decides to really just fuck with him. And it's he's dragging him through shit, throwing him. Uh, he knows what this person did, and he actually really wants to beat him up first. So it's actually pretty cool, because he could honestly kill him in like one hit. So uh, they scrap it out for a while. Um... In a really cool fight scene in like a quarry situation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that thing was. Like a mine? I don't know what they were building right Kinda. there. It was weird. It was, it was by it was the like, water. There was construction equipment like just laying around. And yeah. It, it was a really cool. It was like, by the water, but they were like mining something out. Well, there was like rebarb and a mine cart and like, who knows? But it was a really cool scene. Yeah. Really cool fight Heavy scene. Heavy shit that Jason can be like, ah, that kind of hurt. So Freddy realizes that he cannot knock this dude out in one hit. He has to wiggle. Wiggle and stab. So he does a fuck ton of that. Literally, Jason was just a fucking spaghetti strainer, like, in this film. Like, at the end of this film. Fucking Freddy put so many holes in Jason. Yeah, like, he, he made him bleed a lot. Yeah, he, like, put rebarb, like, through him, like, 15 fucking rods of rebarb through him. Then he just was, like quick stabbing him like fucking wolverine <laughs> slashes through shit you just like stab 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 all over him like his sides his back his neck his face everywhere and jason was just oozing blood like continuously oozing blood and still walking like so nuts so i don't know if you guys had the situation in high school but you know like when a fight is about to start and you can see the circle kind of happening and people are starting to ooh and shit. And you're like, oh shit, that fight's about to happen. And you kind of like sit up. And then the swinging starts. You're like, oh shit, the fight. And you just kind of stay quiet and you're watching it. This is what happens. Uh, everybody that's there, they're like, oh shit. Those two people that have been killing us this whole time are trying to. They're scrapping. And they're like, oh. And so uh, everybody's mind, like 10 steps away. Never just, mind that we're all fucking injured and like going to succumb to our injuries soon. Well, we need to make sure, we need to watch this fucking fight happen. <laughs> yeah, so Lori is like, nah, Fred needs to die. And so instead of leaving and just letting, you know, letting Jesus take the wheel in that fight and just <laughs> hoping that they both kill each other, uh, Lori decides to just kind of nudge them toward a, just the end of a bridge and sets that some bitch on fire. So now they're for real trapped and they have to fight. So toward the end of this fight, Freddy, being just a normal, scarred-up, burnt person uh, that knows karate, apparently, um, he starts getting slow, and he takes a stab. He takes a machete slash to his arm, so that arm's kind of done. 
and he keeps taking slashes, and Freddy goes down, and Jason pulls back to do, like, the final stab, and this is when young me was like, no, and then my boy Fred uses his, his claw hand and slices the fingers off of the hand with the machete, so Jason has a nub for a hand now, and he catches the fucking machete, and he starts swinging. It, oh, man, it was so fucking cool. The theater freaked the fuck out when that happened because everybody's like, man, Fred's about to die. And then Fred started whipping his ass and it was it was really cool. And so the fight gets real dragged out. Uh, Jason has been spitting up blood for 20 minutes now. Uh, and Freddy like stabs him in his like heart. But not before he stabbed him in the face and like poked his eyes out and in the heart with his hand. Um... And then Jason uses his nub arm and, like, Falcon punches (laughs) Freddy in the chest. And so they're both like, wow, this really hurts. So Lori sets up a bomb, a propane tank, just fucking extravaganza. And they both get set on fire and fly off. And, you know, they get out of the water and they're like, hooray, we won by killing them. So you see a set of legs come out of the water stomping really hard so you think it's Jason lo and behold my boy Fred got out the water first with the machete one arm and is like I'm about to murder both of you guys and then boom claw hand through his chest Jason got out the water stabbed him and then decided to just pass out in the water he's like yeah I'm done here he murdered Freddy with Freddy's own fucking claw hand <laughs> Straight through the chest. Some of, it was pretty solid. Uh, that honestly, uh, the movie's pretty solid all the way through. Like there are moments in a horror movie that kind of slows down, but the last twenty minutes of this movie is fucking great. And it's just like you know the kids trying to figure out what to do, and then just Jason and Freddy in the back of the scene just swinging at each other. So Jason's out. He's in the water taking a nap. Fred goes down to his knees like, man, I died for like the 20th time now. And Lori calls him a bitch and cuts his head off. Hooray, the movie's over. Yay. Um, I know. I remember at this point in the movie, uh, people were kind of kind of mad because there wasn't a clear winner. Uh, you could say Freddy got out the water first, so he survived the count out and Jason got up late. You could say that uh, if it was a boxing match, Fred did get up first. Um, but I don't think he was down for 10 counts. Uh, I like to think that Freddy won because, uh, in the epilogue, prologue, epilogue, epilogue, don't look at shit. Fuck you. Uh, (laughs) so in the afterward, um, Jason goes back home with a nub of hand and his machete and he has, uh, Freddy's head in his nub hand. I don't know how he's gripping that, which is like first knuckle of every finger but he's walking he's like man that was a fun sticks his little nubs in all the like flesh wound true there's a lot of grip on there it's like a basketball yeah there's a lot of grippiness so you know jason's like that was a fun weekend i killed a lot of people and i met new people new friends it was great what car alarm i thought it was mine okay so uh, as he's walking toward the screen, you see Fred's face, and it's in a state of just pain. And old Fred looks at the screen and gives you a wink. And that's how it ends. Um, a lot of people were pissed because 
like I told you, Vegas had bets on this, and people were putting down money because they assumed there was going to be a clear winner to this. Um, this movie was set to be the final chapter of both series because um, there weren't any continued episodes, episodes, like movies after this with the original characters. There were reboots made a few years later, uh, both by Michael Bay, and they both were shitty. Um, the Nightmare on Elm Street one, they used uh, Jackie Earl Haley from Watchmen, uh, Rorschach. I love that actor. He has the best voice. He's fucking cool. He's like four foot. I don't understand how they made him look tall in that movie. Um, they, uh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Um, and the Friday 13th movie... Uh, like Jared Padalecki was in it and some other famous people but that Jason was I don't think he was a zombie he was normal again but he ran he was really quick and he was like 8 foot but uh yeah it was a Michael Bay movie so there were scenes of like Jason like flying out the water like he was a dolphin whoever decided to put Michael Bay in charge of a horror film it's a fucking idiot yeah, it, it's a damn shame. The uh, man is only good at explosions. Yeah, so Michael Bay ruined Nightmare and Friday the 13th uh, in one fell swoop within like a year and a half of each other. Um, they haven't made another movie with either one since. Um, there was an alternate ending to this movie where uh, Freddy and Jason, they both die and they're in hell. And they're about to fight again because they're like, fuck it. You know, I don't got anything else to do. I'm going to kick your ass. And then they were both stopped and surrounded by chains and pulled away from each other. And then Pinhead from the Hellraiser movies comes up and he's like, what seems to be the problem, fellas? And then that's how it was supposed to end. So the, they were going to make a sequel. They had multiple ideas for sequels. Uh, they were going to add Hellraiser, Halloween... And my personal favorite, they were going to add Ash from the Evil Dead series in it. Uh, So it was going to be Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. That's too much. That's like, I feel like if you kept it just the bad guys, like just celebrity death match of (laughs) horror villains, like that would be great. But when you throw in Ash, Ash is like the good guy. Yeah. It, it'd be just like an insane episode of Supernatural. Oh, like, for sure. It, like, it's it's so unfair that it's not, like, it. I don't know. I feel like it would lose entertainment value because it's so unfair. Yeah, so... But if it was just bad guys, like, just throw in just the most absurd bad guys. Like, throw in fucking Leprechaun and Jigsaw <laughs> and just, like... Just everyone's in hell because they all did some fucked up shit, and then it's just a fucking free for all brawl. That'd that would be pretty be great. cool. Yeah. I'd watch the shit out of that. So the original idea with Ash in the mix was um, Freddie actually obtains the Necronomicon, and then he's in control of the Deadites, the bad guys in Ash's world, and so Jason technically is a zombie, so he could be a Deadite. And so, Freddy makes a stronger Jason, even stronger, because now he is part demon. And so, Ash and his friends have to deal with Freddy in the dreams and Jason on in the real world. But then, he gets help from heroes from the Freddy movies and the Jason movies. 
Uh, Tommy Jarvis, uh, he's one of the few people that stayed alive. He was the one that inadvertently made Jason a zombie by stabbing a corpse and then watching it get hit by lightning. That's how you make a zombie, if you didn't know. Um, but Tommy Jarvis comes back to help. And Heather, uh, the hero from the first and third and fourth Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, That's the most. She she comes back and helps out, too. Um, so that was going to be the original idea, but it just didn't work out. Um, so they made a comic book about it. Uh, I want to say it came out in 2007? Early seven or late six. Um, but yeah, it was eight issues and I've seen pictures of it. I need to actually obtain it, but it's fucking great looking. It, it looks beautiful and I love Ash and I would pay anything to see a movie of Bruce Campbell fighting Jason machete against chainsaw hand. I would pay all the money and have Fred there. Just, yeah, just I'll throw a handful of money at you. So... Um, I, it's a great movie. I love the movie. It, for being a, a versus movie, because we had Alien versus Predator and Roe versus Wade, and I can't think of any, <laughs> any wow. other versus movies. Wow. Oh, Plessy, Plessy versus Ferguson. That's another one. But, uh. Brown versus the Board of Education. <laughs> Roe versus Wade. <laughs> we're talking about it. Uh, so, for a versus movie that is building up to just a drag out fight, uh, it was pretty sweet. Uh, I was pumped the whole time. There were tons of call outs to older movies. I loved it. It was fucking great. So, you haven't seen Frey versus Jason? You should watch it. It ain't that scary. Like I said, the higher the number, the less scary it is. It is graphic. And you see people get proper fucked in this movie. But they're douchebags anyway. So, just thumbs up. Go Jason. Go Fred. They're killing bad people. Um, so, did you think of the your seven word synopsis? Yes. Ooh, what you got? What you got? Freddy and Jason murder kids and each other. Damn, that's fucking, that's very succinct. And to the That's point. the tagline. That's basically the tagline. <laughs> of the film. Um, I like watching horror villains get hands. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Or I like watching horror villains get smoke or catch smoke. I like catch hands. Catch hands. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Uh, it's fucking great. Watch it. it. It's a good movie. It's so good. It's fucking great. I mean, we've told you the whole entire plot, but go ahead and watch it anyway. Yeah, fuck it. Just, just do it. Just watch it some more. So, this movie came out in 2003, Katie. I want you to remember that number. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to mean anything ever again. But, uh, this the what do you think the budget for this giant, giant size swing fest? Wait, how much do you think this was? Was the, the guy who is in the Jason... Get up. Is that the original Jason? Because I know the original Freddy was... That was the original Freddy. That Jason was a new Jason. Um, okay, so they probably didn't have to pay him as much. No. Uh, Got the, it. The original guy, Kane Hodder, they actually... He wasn't... Was he just old? Well, no, he was in good shape. That new guy was a little bit taller, and they really wanted that... Oh, they wanted him that to height be difference. huge? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I'm gonna go with mm, 35 million. Shit. 40 million, maybe. You're getting closer every time. 30 million, straight up. Okay. Uh, how much? Well, they had to pay Kelly Rowland. <laughs> so. Oh, Kelly Rowland. Oh man, I, I wish Terrell was here. Uh, me and Terrell, uh, we love this movie. Uh, we say it all the time. We think about Freddy vs. Jason. We always say, you're not even scary. Uh, she says that to Freddy before she gets smashed into a tree. Yeah, Kelly Rowland, she survived really fucking long in this movie. Yeah. She's one of the last ones. Oh, shit. That means we're... She was the second. She was the last person to die. The last normal person to die. Oh, shit. That means we are at... Eight. Minority kill count. We are at nine. Nine. We're almost hitting double digits, guys. Oh, man. We're almost fucking there. Oh, shit. Compared to the what? 70 million slutty white teens. God, we've seen so many white people die. It's fucking terrible. So, uh, this movie did amazing. How much do you think it made box office? In 2003, Three. you said? Yeah. Mm, for a horror film, amazing. 130,000. You get, you're getting the hang of this. Uh, it made 115. You're getting okay. there. Almost uh, a whole hundred thousand over it. So yeah, uh, made its money back in fucking aces, and it's a shame that they couldn't get their shit together and make another one. It it sounds like that this whole idea of Freddy versus Jason was a two thousand around that time idea, but they actually wanted to make this movie back in eighty seven, like when no, both series were like started. At the height. Yeah, yeah, they were like, nah, let's make one right now, but things didn't work out right and. It sucks. So, like, with the whole Spider-Man situation, uh, it's hard to get people to say yes to a collaboration because they don't want their side to look like shit and they don't want the other side to take too much. So, um, it was really hard making a deal to get Jason in a movie with Freddy back then, back when they were hot as hell. Um, A few companies, I know New Line wanted to actually buy Jason, too. So they could actually you do it however they want it, but then was it Paramount? I can't remember who owns Jason, but it's a whole situation and it got pushed back for years, as you see. And then around two thousand they finally worked it out. Uh I'm glad they did. It's fucking great. So, uh earlier I told you that this was the last this was the final chapter of the original versions of these these villains. Mm-hmm. What number how many Freddy movies was bef- happened before Freddy vs. Jason? Mm, of the original series, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's definitely f- at least five Nightmare on Elm Streets. I will say yes to and that. And then there's, was it Freddy's like Back from Hell or whatever it is? Is a Jason one that he comes back from hell? Uh, no, I thought that was... Oh, Freddy's Fre- dead. Freddy's dead. Okay, Freddy's dead. Yeah. Some shit in hell. Whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with eight. <laughs> We're taking a guess. Yes. There yeah. Were, there are eight Freddy movies. This, yeah. Super guess. So. I was like, I'm probably forgetting at least yeah. two. Yeah. Same question, but with Jason. Twelve. <laughs> Eleven. Oh, so close. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was an absurd amount of Jason movies. I had no idea what the real number was, but I know there's a lot of them. Well, it's funny. When it got up to 10, it was just called Jason X. And that's I remember that. I remember Jason X. Yeah, Yeah. Jason in space. Oh, man. That one's shitty as hell. Spacing, if you will. (laughs) Spacing. So, here's a cool fun fact for you people out there that like wrestling and you listen to this. 
What wrestler was a stunt double for Freddy Krueger in the boiler room scene? For Freddy Krueger? Oh, someone who's small and semi-old because this movie was in 2003. You, you uh, got this. I don't. Small. Uh, that doesn't mean anything to me. Small in 2003 was like, I don't even know. Fuck. You want to know? Yeah. Rey Mysterio. I don't know who that is. What? Oh, okay. Well, he's a cool-ass luchador from uh, San Diego. Yeah, who is a current wrestler, not a 2003, like, any type of person I would know. That's a shame. But he's great. Yeah, I remember that I stopped watching wrestling in 2001? Yeah. He has a move called 619. Booyaka, booyaka. Okay. That's for all the wrestler people out there. Y'all know what's up. Fist bump. So, how many gallons of fake blood did they use in this movie? I will give you l- less than, uh, plus or minus, let's do Jesus. 20 gallons. Oh, I'm trying to remember the number from that other Oh, Jesus. What me. movie was that? I said an absurd. Was it Saw 2? I think so. And it was only, well, I don't, what, whatever the real number was, I don't even remember. Man, you said some crazy I did. I don't know number. how much a gallon of blood is. Ooh, it's a lot. Uh, shit. But there was a lot of blood in this. Because it just kept leaking, like, through... It would like leak through doors and there'd be pools of blood. Not to mention that Jason was just oozing blood for literal like a month in this mm-hmm. film. Um, I'm going to go with 90 gallons. 90 gallons? Yeah. You limited yourself, ma'am. Because you were worried about <laughs> you were worried okay, about the numbers. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 125 gallons. <laughs> You got so much fear because of that other number. 300 gallons. 300? Fuck. I'm pretty sure that's what I said the last time. I, I thought I you said like, other... a, I thought you said like 800. You said some I'm, I'm sure wild I number. I'm I was like, sure that's I an absurd amount of liquid. <laughs> I don't know how much blood it takes to make, or how much fake blood it takes to like make something look real. Yeah, but... When I they, have no reference point. When they make wounds, it's like high pressure. So like a jug, like a fucking like water jug, that goes away in like seconds, you know? So it's just... I mean, yes, but, I, but I'm not thinking about that while I'm watching the film. Yeah. Like... No, it's reasonable. The first dude, there was hella blood because it leaked all the way from the bed to the fucking Hell shower yeah. where she was. And there was a couple of other like really bloody deaths. But I'm not like... I don't know. Yeah. It's not something I think about. Yeah. Well, that's reasonable. You really shouldn't be thinking about gallons of blood. No. <laughs> um, oh. That's like asking, how many gallons of water did Freddy dump on Jason in the fucking boiler room scene? Man, that was a lot of water. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> that's not a thing that people know <laughs> or can just fucking tell by looking at it. Like, unless you work in that, in, like, water pressure, water system things and you're like counting the time like oh that sprinkler system was on for four minutes i know exactly how much water was let out of that (laughs) i don't fucking know i'm just entertainment that's all i got yep okay here's a good one um so freddy krueger i have to say his favorite swear word so this is like james lipton i'm like what's your favorite swear word um bitch yeah he says bitch a lot bitch is freddy's favorite swear word how many times did he say bitch in this movie? Just him? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go low because I don't feel like he said it that many times. There you go. I'm going to say 
Oh, I don't know what low Give it is to in a horror film. Give it to me. You got the numbers. I'm going to go real, real, real low and say seven times. <laughs> Katie May, he said it six times. Oh, so close. <laughs> Damn it. The, like, the way your face for you were calculating, I was like, she's going to fucking say six. <laughs> So I thought close. you had it. I thought you had it. I really thought I'm you so had close. it. so close. Oh, man. No, you're, you're getting there. Yeah. Um. Surprisingly, he he used it at the perfect time. Usually when his face was right well, next to Boo's. If you count when she said it at the end when she killed him, because that should have counted, because that was aimed at him. Yeah, it was a stinger. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's the seventh one. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say friends to the end. Oh, no. <laughs> Believe it. That's like, that was for Terrell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He sure will hear that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, you have anything else about the movie? Um, no. Well, no. Okay. So, cast. Uh, there's a lot of young, really young people in here that oh, you yeah. almost don't recognize because they're so young. Uh, like Jason Ritter is one of the main, um, he's like the main boy in this film. And Will. He's like almost unrecognizable because he's so young. It's like before he took that turn where he started looking a lot like his dad. He just, it's very odd. Yeah, when we started the movie and you saw him, you're like, oh shit. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I actually, I just didn't know that. Yeah, he was, and then he was uh, Kelly Rowland, like the, what, 2003? Yeah. Like this was the top height of destiny's child this was like the end of their career this was like right as beyonce went off started doing her solo shit like kelly Rowland was high high profile basically this is like i'm post, surprised they got her in it post nelly dilemma like kelly Rowland. she probably wanted to do this and then the nerd kid i don't know that kid's is that name. miles teller i don't think so i know oh so it's like a poor man's miles teller no, this was Miles Teller before there was Miles Teller. Because that kid's... Miles Teller's young. Uh, I thought it was him. I was like, hey. I don't, I don't think so. It's that kid from that drum movie that... No, I don't I don't think that was Miles Teller. But that that, but I've seen that kid Jonah in a Jameson whole bunch of would have went to prison. And the fat, <laughs> the fat kid at the... Um, that was at the corn party. Oh, that threw the Everclear on Jason. That threw the Everclear. I know him from something too, but I can't... I couldn't put my like finger on it as we were watching... Um, <laughs> and then the the cop guy, yeah, the like new guy on the on the squad. He was in some spooky. He was or in. A, he's been on a whole bunch. I've of shit. I've seen that guy before. He's really funny. Yeah. He said this Everclear is kicking my ass. He sure did. <laughs> Just like that. Oh man, Everclear! If you drink Everclear, you have something wrong with you, or you having issues in your life. You have a death and you, wish. And you really need to talk about it. Let's drink gasoline. We had Yay! friends that would make Everclear like jello shots. Oh no. And then they would they just would like. Light them on fire? They would, no, they would just breathe them in. Oh like, my they, god. They inhaled them. I remember my buddy Terrell would make all these jello shots because he knew they would not be there the next day. But then I remember there was a tray left. And Terrell's like, hey, let's go, you know, let's take care of these real quick. And I'm like, okay, they're probably not mixed that terribly. Uh, it. It was straight Everclear, colored Everclear, honestly. It wasn't jelly at all. It was terrible. But that's a horrible alcohol. If you if you need Everclear to get drunk, man, like, you having issues. That shit hurts. You find out what that dude's in? Okay, the nerd kid's name, actor, is uh, Chris Marquette. He was in Fanboys. 
He was in The Girl Next Door. That's what I remember from. He was in the movie Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, the one he's fat, right? Yeah. Uh... He's been in a bunch of stuff, but I know him. Like, I can pick him out specifically from Fanboys. He's like the main character in Fanboys. Yeah, I remember Girl Next Door. That's a good-ass movie. It's got the dude from Speed Racer in it. Which and one? The guy that was Speed Racer. Oh. Emil Hirsch? Yeah. And then uh, Elisha Cuthbert? I don't know who that is. She's like a porn star that like retires, and she like moves to this like town, and then he like, they like date. It's fucking great. It's a great movie. The deputy, the cop guy that was in this film, yeah. the spoof movie he was in was Scary Movie. He had the tiny dick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. His name name was Greg. Man. Ugh. Just found out he was in a movie called Benchwarmers 2. Why was that made? Hey, man. Somebody out there wanted that shit. Nobody. So, uh, like we said, this movie's great. Watch it. Um, Oh. Fuck. We already got Fred on the field. Uh, I think he's still out there on first base. Because of his long ass arms. Yes. Uh, Where are we putting Jason? Uh, so I think Jason should go uh, third base in baseball because he's big as fuck and he can hit really hard. So he'd be good there. Oh, but we have Mike Myers there already. That that's, Honestly, we can trade them out. I, well, Jason can take more hits. And I assume that Jason's a little but bit But Mike taller. Myers is fast. Yeah. Mike Myers can run. How about we just... And they're both strong as fuck. How about we set them to the side and if we... I mean, we could put them... We could move one of them onto second base. Didn't we have uh, one we... of the Sanderson's on second? No, we have the two ghost face killers. Oh, yeah, yeah. The twin ghost face killers, basically, on shortstop and second base. If we they work good. They work well as a team and they're both really fast. True. No, they're, they're quick. And they're lanky. They probably have yeah. some... No, I'm I'm fine if we sit Jason down, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we could move Jason to, like, a catcher. Because no one is pushing him over. Right now we have Mary Sanderson as the catcher. We could move. We could move her. Because Jason could. would probably catch anything that comes toward his, like, person. Well, and he's blocking the whole plate. His body is huge. <laughs> and no one's dude, knocking him over and yeah, breaking his ankles. You see like, some dude running from third home and then Jason just stands there and they run into him and just fall over. Yeah, he wouldn't even have to crouch. He'd just stand there with his machete out like, <laughs> you're not making it to making it home. Sorry about it. I, I wouldn't mind him being catcher. Okay. That's not going to be a, a real detriment to the team. All right, we'll move him to catcher then. Are, uh, we, are we moving Mary somewhere else onto the field or are we... Just taking her off. We could probably sit her out. Okay. Because I feel we're going to get some more people that are way more bulkier and can take more hits than, Maybe. than Mary. Maybe. Though Mary She's did catch bulky. on fire and then come back. So. She's bulky. She can take some hits. <laughs> Strong, yeah. But uh, football-wise, he could just be on the defensive line, honestly. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. That's That was my assumption. He'd just go on the line with yeah. Freddie and Michael. Like, they would just... They're the big three of our of our line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're good. He'll he'll block any goddamn thing that happens. Yeah. So horror movie the, tropes. Horror movie tropes in this movie. Yeah. Shit, what is your favorite horror movie trope that was in this film? In this movie, um, specifically in this film, the way it was. Um. So one thing that always happens in Freddy Krueger movies. So what I was telling Katie was, um. 
in in any nightmare movie, Freddy picks at somebody just a little bit at the beginning, and then they like talk to their friends, and they're like, "Katie, I had a bad dream." He's like, "What'd you dream about?" He's like, "I dreamed about this guy with like knives on his on his hands." They're like, "Wow, that's fucked up." And then that night, that person has the dream, and so it's just this whole like telephone virus situation and it's a really dumb trope and this movie it well it feels a lot more natural in the nightmare movies but in freddy versus jason um right after the first murder they're in the police station doing like just reporting what happened that night and when they found the body and the main girl is sitting there racking her brain she's like i heard a name i have to remember it right now freddy and just it's odd that that's the thing that's just burning through her brain. It's like, I have to remember this just toss away phrase that I heard from 10 steps away. And it's just, it's a really dumb way that it all got started. It It's a really dumb trope that the main characters just have to know a little too much. It's like, it, it, it either it's like they have to know something or they need more shit from something and they just cause the whole thing to fall apart also another trope that happens in this movie people thinking that they're helping but then they actually cause more problems so the two guys break out of the little asylum and they get there and they're talking to Lori, and they're freaking her out because they're singing the like freddy lullaby thing and then the guy explains a lot more shit about freddy in front of like a hundred kids and everybody stops what they're doing and they're listening to the story so he feeds into what Freddy wants. And then later on, he's talking about it saying like, oh yeah, I think Freddy gets stronger the more people talk about him and fear him. And like, oh, so that thing that you did like an hour ago at the school, he's like, oh shit, I'm an idiot. It just, and I know that has to happen. The story has to move on. So there's got to be idiots somewhere. It's just, that trope happens a lot. Like idiots that know how to deal with the thing, but inadvertently caused the issue right before. It's it's a trip that happens a lot. I hate it, but it's my favorite because that's the way you get the story moving. Especially in Freddy movies, you gotta be stupid and talk about your problems with somebody. Yeah. So my favorite horror movie trope is that one. The one, not necessarily that they create the problem, but it's the trope that the craziest guy in the entire movie is the only one who knows what is happening and can come up with a solution. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, that is always, like, the guy from the insane asylum or the fuck, in Final Destination, the dude in the uh, crematorium. Like, he's the only one who knows how to fucking salt, like, stop what's happening. Yeah. Like, the craziest fucking dude always knows exactly what's going on and exactly how to solve it. And the only reason is because nobody ever believed him that, like, they just assumed he was actually crazy. When in reality, he was like, nah, just listen. I promise you, this is how we fix it. Yep. Crazy old Maurice. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Always good for a laugh. Crazy old Maurice. Hmm? (laughs) Crazy old Maurice. Hmm. (laughs) But, yeah, that's... And it's a typical thing that happens in these horror movies. So it, it it still grinds my gears a little bit when I see it. But it has to happen to get the 
the story crack a yeah. so. Oh, uh, I looked up the uh, the fat kid in this movie. His, in this movie, his name was Shaq, like, <laughs> like S H S H A C K, like a snack shack, basically. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the reason I know his face and I know him is he was in Once Upon a Time. He played Smee. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, when they did when they went to Neverland, he was Smee. Smee. Smee's me. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, because yeah. I I remember seeing his face, but I was like, I don't know where you're from, Chief. Yeah. Okay, he's probably in something else that I know, but oh, I'm sure. But he yeah. was also in Bench Warmers too with that other guy. It's <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. So yeah, um, like I said, watch the movie; it's great. Uh, like always, thank you so much for listening, and uh, tell your friends. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Um, One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, okay. better lock your well, door. While she's singing that, I'm going to say goodbye. Five, six, uh, thanks for listening, guys. So and we'll be back in like less than 24 hours. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Uh, watch that one movie. I don't want to say it because Katie's going to say something about it. Watch that one movie I always talk about. Okay, bye. I love you. <laughs>